The following podcast may contain strong language. Listener discretion is advised. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to Hallmark of Greatness, the podcast that fills your house with bath bombs against your will, even if you are a man. I am Joe, and with me as always, you might know her from the movie Elf, or is it Pretty Woman? The Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Doesn't matter, they're all the same, aren't they? It's Barney! Oh. <laughs> uh, and in a weird twist of fate, it is just a two-man booth this week, uh, because the film we have chosen could not yeah, be shared. Thought, I think. Could not be shared amongst three people because there is no real film in this film, is there? Um, but before we get to that, if you want to keep up to date with all the Hallmark of Greatness gossip, you can follow us on Twitter while it still sort of works a bit at Hallmark of Greatness, all one word. Uh, we are on Instagram and Facebook at Hallmark of Greatness. How are you doing, Barney? Second week off. Only five days left, though, of holidays. Holidays! holidays. Yeah. And one of those days is Barney and Harvey's day of fun. Uh, Saturday, though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think I've got D and try to organize D and D for that. When Darren's trying to foist his kids off on people, <laughs> it's 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 yeah. Um, I waited for an hour for a bus that never came today. Oh. Yeah, I got a taxi just... in the end. There was a there was a road traffic accident, but no one they didn't think of like tweeting it out or updating the thing. I had to went on the, the local news website thing, and it was like, oh yeah, the buses are going the other way now. I was like, great, still going that way, but not that way. Hmm. So yeah, I had to get a taxi home. And even the taxi driver was furious because he had to drive on the motorway. I was like, just take me home. I'm <laughs> Just, yeah. Go fast. I left work early so I can have a nap because I'm still knackered from the weekend. And, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, fucking hell. Right. This week's film. 2022's A Slice of Chicago Romance. Yay! Um, <laughs> if you think that's a clunky title... It is, because <laughs> this is, ooh, possibly the worst film I've ever seen. <laughs> just in terms no. Oh, no, just in terms of nothing happens, there is no, there's no, there's not even a let me explain moment. There's there's nothing. It's just two people going, okay. And then. Well, I mean, then it's the, a lot less deaf than, you know, William Shakespeare's version. Well, yeah, as, as we will get into, it's essentially Romeo and Juliet, question mark, with pizzas. Um, yeah. And some of the worst looking, nastiest pizza I've ever seen in my life as well. <laughs> um, but we'll get to that in the um, in the reviews, I think. Uh, I mean, did you did you do a, 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 a summary for this? No, because when you sent me your film recommendation and I sent this one back, I was absolutely bladdered on Good Friday. So <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. Uh, the actual synopsis in Evanstown. See what they did. A suburb of Chicago, two pizza places have competed for the town's business for years. But when a new pizza chain moves into town, the new bosses struggle to continue the rivalry after they begin to fall for one another. Ah, Mate, this is bad. <laughs> um, we open, as we always do, with an establishing shot. I believe that's establishing shot of Chicago. It looks like the big river that runs through Chicago. They all look the same. Okay. I know, I know, but I think it's the bridges and stuff. Um, and we are introduced to Riley Giuliato. <laughs> you see what they did there, listener? Yeah. Giuliato. 
Part of the Giuliato family. Of pizzas. Now, they have a quite informal pizza thing. You go up, you order your food, they bring it to you as opposed to sitting down like you would. Because I was like, it's not a very posh pizza thing. It's got like a Yeah, a it's menu, like counter, like a... counter service, yeah. she says at one point. Yeah. Uh, she has just been handed the keys to the business from her granddad, uh, played by non-union um, Andy Potemkin from Homeland. Fun it, joke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was thinking him or the dad from Schitt's Creek, but yeah, it's not. But yeah, uh, and no, her granddad, isn't it? I don't know where her dad is because uh, she's the granddad, isn't she? He's the granddad. No, we don't. I don't think we meet her dad. We meet her mum and her granddad. He probably left because he couldn't handle the pizza tension. It was all uh, that clicking on the street, <laughs> throwing pepper army at each other. <laughs> And she wants to make changes because, of course, she wants to make changes because she wants to put a stamp on the place. But also, not Pizza Hut, because you can't call it that. Um, Pizza Den? Yeah, Pizza Den. Pizza Den has moved into the town, this small suburb with three pizza shops on the same block, it feels like. Um, but they are they have random happy hours. They have like three. three when they go <laughs> to visit them, yes, they uh, have a menu with hundreds of things on it as well, which is a big Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen nightmare no-no. Uh, and, and so she wants to, to turn it around by doing stuff and making it more fancy. And they keep using the word gastropub. Yeah, which I don't know if that means something different where we are. Because to me, that's like a slightly fancier pub food. Well, gastropub to me is things served on slate or a... You All know... your chips are in a little Jenga. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want that. No, I'm eating pub food. I want like... But how can you serve pizza in a gastropub? Well, she did ravioli as well. Um, oh. Yeah. Mm. Out of a tin. <laughs> <laughs> we have to do more Higgins family memories for Mark as well about <laughs> Oh, well, I declared the other day, I said, I really want some ravioli out of a tin. Ellis like, you can't, it's not vegetarian. He's like, they do a cheese one. He was like, right, I'll go Tesco Express and get you some. Tesco Express don't do cheese, tinned ravioli. Oh, man. Still not had my tinned ravioli. Do you remember um, Big Belly Bev who would suck the meat out of the ravioli? Oh, stop it, yes. And then put it back in and serve it to her kids. That's disgusting. That is, um, yes. Less said. Big Belly Bev. Yeah, she's dead now. Um, And then we are introduced to the own, the, the, the now owner of the Romano Pizza Company. Da, 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 da. See what they did Shane there, Romano. Shane Romano, played by a poor man's Dean Kane. Uh, and his brother? I was confused as to who Bradley actually was. I didn't know if he was just his mate from New York. Um, It, it doesn't actually say uh, on the cast listing. But... My favourite line of this is it's like warm apple pie wrapped in a pine cone. That's what Chicago smells like. Okay. I bet it doesn't. I bet it smells like all major cities, like piss. But um, <laughs> And he has the same thing. He's come back from New York where he basically was like a Gordon, Gordon Ramsay, Ramsay, John yeah. Taffer style, went into places, made them into gastro pubs and then left. But he's come back to run his family business with his brother slash cousin slash friend. We don't know. We don't know. Um, he's just labelled as Bradley. He doesn't have a surname. It's a, on the it's a very quick meet cute. What, between Bradley and uh, no. the girl? Oh, them two horn dogs, yeah, but I mean between Shane and Riley. Well, they know of each other anyway because they'll have grown up and it's a four-generation feud between these two pizza yeah. firms for some reason. One has a better crust, the other has a better sauce. They All the pizzas look like garbage, like hot <laughs> circles of garbage. Um, and then, like, yeah, they meet. Oh, I can't remember how they meet. She's carrying balloons and talking to herself, and As he bumps into her and loses her balloons because that's a running thing. You owe me some balloons. 
Oh, that makes more sense at the ending where she genuinely looks surprised at some balloons because I was like, <laughs> they're just eight balloons, love. Yeah, it's... but I thought, oh, we're like three minutes in and they've met each other already. Bob. Yeah, well, that's it. But there's never like, oh, we can't. It, it's never really like the Romeo and Juliet thing of we can't see each other like on, on penalty of death. Uh, well, they do sneaking around wearing a baseball hat and sunglasses, which is the ultimate disguise in America. Briefly, briefly. And then the next minute they're at a farmer's market. Like it's... It's very, very strange. But yeah, uh, Shane wants to turn his family's thing into a gastropub as well for some reason. But there's the Romano one is quite posh. They have tablecloths and it's uh, a dining, a proper restaurant. You sit down, someone takes your order sort of thing. Uh, all their parents are horrible. Um, no the, one. <laughs> the only good character is Uncle Tony. Uncle Tony, Tony Meatballs. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I got it. <laughs> Um, yeah, no one is Italian. I think the only person who looks remotely Italian is Tony Meatballs, to be honest. And I think that's just because he's kind of fat and sweaty. And uh, got a hat, a straw hat on. He's got him. like a, yeah, he's got a, oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's Tony Meatballs. Um, they meet, they're like, oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And why have you come back? They go on a, like, a, um, Bradley and is it Declan? Her yeah, friends? just strange name for a girl. I mean, whatever. They trick them into meeting on a date. They sort of have like a, oh, your crust's terrible. Oh, well, your sauce tastes like piss. And and then they go stop it. And then they go, we're best friends now. Let's hang out together and go to the zoo. They didn't go to the zoo, but it felt like <laughs> there was, there, this is one of those things like, it, there's no tension. There's no anything. They no. so quickly throw away this four generations worth of feud like the Hatfield and McCoys wouldn't have done this would they it's but Juliata's has a failed delivery they've got no meat and no sodas yeah um they have to ethnic, go to Betty's ethnic Betty's waitress Butcher. ethnic waitress genie uh so they take all the meat off the menu and it's gonna have cheese pizzas I guess really I want mad ones with artichokes on it uh, but she goes to buy I was like no wonder you're not making money because you're having to buy it wholesale to then put onto your pizzas yeah. it's madness uh, yeah I don't understand what that was for. none of this like, all felt like padding as well yeah um, here are some things we know about pizzas Romano's made me laugh with Uncle Tony he was like where's the lunch crowd he said oh we don't do anything until dinner time which is like tea time for us and then somebody comes in for lunch and Uncle Tony goes no go away <laughs> Uncle Tony is, is dressed in the pizza version of Gene from Bob's Burgers as well as if he's got like a pizza costume on this 50 year old sweaty looking Italian guy uh, he refuses to hand out flyers as well because there's not a lot of people out there he says and I was like probably avoiding you you lunatic yeah. walking up and down the street i mean is, is this then when they're like we need to take down pizza barn pizza den <laughs> pizza planet pizza planet real burglars um that's who she reminds me of actually um not real burglars uh riley she looks like uh sarah from labyrinth uh, oh yeah 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 that. yeah that's what annoyed me all the way through because i thought it was so they agree to like team up but not they like sort of help each other with tips like she's like get rid of the tablecloths and he's like you need to have like a service window yeah because they're both brooding on a bench oh is this when he's holding that banana very suggestively <laughs> yeah he offers to teach her some things about gastro pubs and she offers how to relax his place and how to make a good sauce it doesn't really feel like a fair trade that does it but, but she's very into cheese and tomatoes, isn't she? The, the amount of time she says flakes uh, made me feel a bit ill, to be <laughs> honest. 
so they yeah they agree to help each other and then we get like these sort of montages of them palling about and stuff uh, there's a farmer's market that they they've sort of both said to each other we need to change like like so the like the informal one becomes slightly more formal and vice versa she's they get rid of the tablecloths um, yeah. Jeannie doesn't understand how menus work at all. Like she's like, I have to read them out to people. She's like, no, you just give them the menu. Have you ever ate food outside of a house before? And then they go to this farmers market thing, and because they've changed their ways slightly, they're doing a roaring trading business. And the man from Pizza Barn is looking all forlorn. Oh, but before that, they meet Giuseppe. <laughs> oh, gives them the parmesan cheese. The special parmesan cheese. Uh, <laughs> and gives them a little bag for free. Just a little bag of rogue cheese. Because yeah. that was a slight let me explain moment because she couldn't find the palm shavings. Uh, and she thought he'd eaten them. And then he was just like, no. <laughs> no, I've <laughs> made a pizza bitch. with them. Yeah. Uh, Giuseppe's possibly the closest person to an Italian in this film. Uh, and he's in it for all of three seconds. I think he says, hey, you would put a lot of business my way. And that's his line. <laughs> I think like, he actually does. Yeah. That's it. That's the thing I wrote down. Oh, an Italian. Oh, he's off screen now. <laughs> oh, there's also a random bit where they go to a garage sale and there's a um, graduation hat and he puts it on her head and calls her a valedictorian. And we also learn that she had no friends in school. She didn't date anybody. And she went to prom on a billy board. Yeah, because she stinks of pizza. That's <laughs> why. smells of parmesan. It's in her pocket. Oh, she whiffs. She's got pocket cheese. Um, yeah, they do this thing. And like their parents come along and go, oh, I see you're doing well, but you've changed everything. We don't like that. And I'm like, you're not involved in the business anymore. Step off. Like it's... Oh, you've made, what was it, Kitchen Sink Pasta, which sounds awful, like, even as a Just name. A kitchen which sink is anything. basically student pasta, which is anything that's left over goes in a pasta pot. You don't yeah. call it Kitchen Sink. It's very popular, apparently, because what I want when I go to a country fair in the middle of summer is a big hot bowl of pasta. Yeah. <laughs> Just walk around with some steaming hot pasta of random some empty stuff. ravioli instead uh, of uh, <laughs> like, little hats. Um, and, but, like, uh, Andy Potemkin is, like, no, you can't do like we need to make things back the way they were. And like Shane's dad, who literally looks like a rugby player, like the most white Irish yeah. uh, Italian man ever, is like, oh, I see you've got rid of the tablecloths, and he's like, yeah, but we're outside and we're doing well and we're selling all this stuff and like Pizza Hut, Pizza Barn, Pizza Den, pizza Jesus Den. Christ, <laughs> he's doing terrible. Until so Pizza Den come over and give them a flyer. For 50% off everything? Yeah. And then they make a roaring trade. And so they go, ha-ha, we're going to go and do some spying. So they go to the neighbourhood pizza den. Uh, and they meet, oh, she called Jeanette? Jessica. Jessica. She's the happiest the best the best character in this by a country mile. Because she's just, yeah, she's just happy to be working. Like, she's got two kids at home and, you know, a recovering <laughs> drug problem. And she's like, you can either, uh, well, you have to book because we're that busy. Uh, or you can sit at the bar and eat, or you can go to the takeaway window outside. Which I was like, cannot just get takeaway inside rather than whatever. Um, and like Shane's like, oh, 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 okay, we'll just sit inside. And then Riley goes, what are your overheads? Like Dragon's Den. Like, what are your projections <laughs> for the next six years? And I was like, I don't. And she's like, I'm, and like Jessica goes, I don't know. I just work here. <laughs> Do you want there or not? I was like, can you just leave, please? You're causing a scene. Uh, they they stand at the bar and then there's this little bald guy eating like a manky slice of pizza. Oh, yeah. And they just keep eyeballing 
him. He keeps going like that, so looking at him. <laughs> he looks back at him while he's eating it, and I'm like, does he think he's into something here? Is he going to be like, oh, here we go. It's that pizza threesome I've been looking for. Pizza. But they said they've got 300 items on the menu, but that menu's not, like, big enough. Like, Shit's Creek menu is, like, fourfold. <laughs> but it, but it, it's... Again, Ramsey's Kitchen Nightmare. You shouldn't have that much stuff no. on because you have to hold too much stock, you see. Um, but they say that their pizza ingredients don't look as fresh as theirs. Yeah. And it's the only thing that's keeping it afloat is it's cheaper than them. Yeah. That's why people are going there because the food's cheaper. They have three happy hours. <laughs> Yay! I'll stay for all three, thank you. Um, but and who spotted in there? Who was spotted in there? Who did they spot? Giuseppe? I don't know. Uncle Tony. Oh, was Uncle Tony in there? <laughs> I was Tony too busy laughing at the his... too busy laughing at the little bald guy like eating his pizza. <laughs> And so they're like, well, we, we have to work together to take the take them down now. And so, like, he goes back to make a pizza. She comes around. And this is where they have a, she has the argument about, like, the flakes of Parmesan. Yeah. And he goes, no, I've just put them on this pizza. And then she eats the pizza and goes, this is great, but your sauce is shit. It's a very burnt pizza as well. Their pizza oven needs sorting out. Because underneath, when she lifted it up, I was just like, mmm, delicious charcoal. It was very... Her piece was very burnt. His wasn't, which we've all done, haven't we? You turn the pizza around the burnt bits towards the guests. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You eat that. (laughs) You like crunchy bits, don't you? It's fine. Um, And so... she goes, oh, we'll go to the farmer's market again tomorrow. Which, again, it's no way to run a business, buying stuff from a farmer's market. No, but that's the secret to the sauce, is touching all those tomatoes. And not buying any of them. Also, that woman just sold tomatoes. Uh, as they're walking through the farmer's market, everyone's like, hello, Riley. Uh, and she goes, those are nice flowers. They were dead. Those flowers, they were, <laughs> they were unless they were meant to be. Uh, we meet a man who sells taffy, which is apparently I- horrible. Salt water taffy? I've never heard of it before. I think... Does somebody bring it back on the office? Uh, yeah, but there's, I don't think it's. I think it's just toffee. I think the salt water thing is like a, a. I'm sure, and someone correct me on this if I'm wrong, but I'm sure it was like a made-up thing because like the shop flooded and they just called it salt water taffy. But I don't think it's actually salty. I think it's well, just toffee. Well, it looked horrible. Well, he ate it, and then and she was like, "Hey, way to go!" And then like he sort of spat it out, and I was like, "That's rude." <laughs> And then, yeah, she goes, you see, you know what tomatoes are? And he goes, yeah. And I was like, good, we're doing well. <laughs> this uh, is how we make the sauce. And she goes, we use these special tomatoes off this lady here who just sells tomatoes to us, apparently. And we use those to make the sauce, um, which is better. Doesn't buy any, just walks off. If Break this down. lady only sells tomatoes to them, why is she at a farmer's market? Surely she'd just box them up and send them straight to the restaurant. I don't know. None of it makes sense. Uh, is this when she comes around with the box that's got top secret written on it? Oh, yeah. And he's like, hmm, I wonder what that is. <laughs> Nothing conspicuous about a box that's got top secret written on it. It's got <laughs> It's got tomatoes in it. And I think like a menu, possibly, because they're going to have... Oh, the um, see, this doesn't make sense. So his is currently the posh restaurant and hers is the casual one. And then when they do all the rebranding, they flipped it over. So she gets the nice white tablecloths and he gets the casual dining. Yeah, um, I think that was to show that like they've learned from each other sort of thing. Ah. Yeah, hands, jazz hands, spirit fingers. They make this pizza, they eat it. She literally wets her pants. It's that yeah, good. It's that She's good. Like, this is the best pizza I've ever tasted, she says. And I was like, but you eat pizza. Everyone's eating pizza constantly. Everyone's and they're all pizza. they're all on the keg and all. <laughs> they go through like four bottles of wine in this film. 
Yes. Yes, they do. While they're making pizza, they drink wine. Yeah, yeah. And then he goes, and that, the glass is filled up again, so it's either edited or not, but she's had at least three glasses of wine while they're so making it. So I thought, oh, that won't be on Dove.org. No, no, no. Uh, but yeah, he shows how they make of the, make of the dough. Make of the dough. The old-fashioned <laughs> way. Luigi Primo would be proud. And they make this thing, and she's like, this is the best thing ever. We have to work together, but we sort of can't tell our parents about it, despite the fact we're clearly 40 years old and still living in their shadow. Uh, to- uh, Shane's parents come round to the restaurant and he's like, where's Shane? And Tony goes, he ain't been spending a lot of time around here, waka waka. Um, and then the pe- uh, Riley's parents do the same thing as well. And She's asleep at the counter. Something like that, yeah. She's been so busy. Um, they get invited out to Bradley and Declan, who have known each other a week and have got engaged <laughs> and are getting married. And they've their plan is, come round, we've set out all these big tables. Watch us dance! That's what made me laugh, because it was like a wedding venue booked out for the four of them. But Yeah, there's like eight tables, all with silverware Laid and plates and, and stuff. And it's just the four of them on a massive table. Riley and Shane are talking, and they're just the other two are just dancing, like proper, like sway first dance dancing. I was like, this is weird. <laughs> yep. Uh, there's lots of um oh, what does she call him? Tony Calzoni or something as well. Because <laughs> I don't know, that's a great go name. to get like a hot dog, and the woman's like, Hey, aren't you Shane Romano? Oh, and yeah. she goes, No, he's Tony Calzoni, which is a much less believable name. That's a brilliant name. It's not it's the kind of name I make up. Like, Tony Calzoni. Yeah, um Better Bing. For some reason, <laughs> yeah, at no point. Um and then like her her dad, Potimkin says um, oh, the, the reason there's two restaurants is, as in all these things, both their great-grandfathers started the pizza restaurant together with the best of ideas and then quickly fell out over the name and what should be on the menu. And I was like, they didn't get very far then, did they? Like, they just said, we'll open a restaurant together. Okay, yeah, that's great. No, I'm making my own now. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> yeah. so dumb. Uh, and he goes, but like, there is no reason why you couldn't do this, um, I guess. And then they all go round to thing you on where they're all all the Romanos are sitting down and they run in and they're like, hey, we can all work together now. Woo. And then he does like a he, he does a twirl kiss thing, which made me he chuckle does. as well. They're like, yep, do some deep kissing on your lass in front of your parents and Uncle Tony. Uncle Tony's <laughs> storing that for later. <laughs> um, yeah, this is this is it. Like this is what the film is. There's no peril at any point there's no risk there's no anything like the only the closest we got to it was like where are those parmesan flakes they're over there oh that was close oh i know yeah that's what uh, i said that was the let me explain moment oh aren't you shane romano no that's tony macaroni um yeah <laughs> uh, yeah and then it cuts to them oh we'll we'll call it riley's and shane's or shane's and riley's just call it something else call it pizza shed <laughs> Pizza the action. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. That's free. There's one in Presswich called Pizza Me and You. Nice. Yes. That's essentially the one the other day where it's called um, Thai Food Near Me. Because that's what you type in when you want oh, something. That's, what you <laughs> that's in. the first. Excellent. It's like being called A1 Plumber, isn't it? Like in the old phone book. Like you'd be the first one. I was like, that's nice. fucking genius. Oh, there was the Times Simpson one as well. It was called like Chinese Food and Sandwiches, was the name. We went past one and I was like, that's yes. great. <laughs> oh, there's loads. We went past Singsbury's as well when we were in London. Oh, nice. Yeah. And Darth Faders, which is a hairdresser's that promises the dopest fade in the galaxy. 
Which I thought was great. It's very sad. Yeah, I couldn't take well, a picture because the taxi was going too fast. But yeah, <laughs> taxi, oh, slow down. I need to take a picture. Loads. It might be got... Charlie Big Potatoes. I got loads. <laughs> no, I got loads of them. Uh, was it JR's Caribbean food? Yeah, there's loads. Loads of great stuff. Um, and then it yeah it cuts to Shane and Riley's or Riley's and Shane's, uh, which is this location. It's rammed. Everyone's having fun. Tony Meatballs has got pizza coming out of his ears. He's that happy. Everyone's, the parents are there. They're loving Everyone's it. happy. They're all happy. There's a woman smiling at some pizza sat on a chair. If you didn't <laughs> see her, she's just like <laughs> smiling at her intently. They go yeah, outside. She... There's some balloons tied to a chair. And Riley nearly, like, like that's it. She's like, wow. It's, it's almost as good as that pizza with the crust and the sauce. <laughs> yeah. Because um, I, I was like, they're just balloons. I forgot that, yeah, he startled her and made her lose her balloons. And then they uh, do a deep kiss and it ends. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that was shite. That was absolute <laughs> shite. Nothing happens in it at all. But it had funny moments. It, uh, Uncle Tony going, Uncle get Tony. <laughs> It was the, Jeannie yeah. throwing a pizza on the floor because she can't be a waitress. Which is your one job, yeah. Jessica, it, see? Lots of good points. Jessica, Jessica was good. And, and they had the weird bit where Jeannie was like, that's a famous woman over there. And I, she was never mentioned again. It was a food critic. That's who she'd thrown the pizza on the floor. Oh, is that why she wrote that bad review? Right, okay. And it all makes slightly less more said sense. the wrong thing about the wine or summer. It was... Ah, wine's just for drinking. Anyone who says otherwise is trying to sell you something. But yeah, that was um 2022's a slice of what was it? Slice of Chicago bastards. Uh slice of Chicago romance. Um your score, Barney? Uh three Uncle Tony's. I quite enjoyed it. Really? Yeah. But Uncle Tony in a pizza slice. Oh, okay. pizza slice costume. I mean, two bronze saltwater taffies. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, it's just it was like it was shot very well and stuff, but there was no story to it, was there really? It was like supposed to be Romeo and Juliet, but I wanted at least someone to get stabbed. Like <laughs> or at least pizza sliced, like Nick Gage style, like across the floor. <laughs> That'd have been fine. But no. Nothing. Cousin Bradley. <laughs> yeah. Tony, like, cause it technically Tony should be Tybalt. Cousin Tony oh, should be Tybalt in this. And then like Bradley should be Mercutio, so Tybalt should kill him, and then Romeo kills Tony, or whatever. I can't remember the order. Well, no, because they're all from the same family. I think I can't remember. It's been a long time since I've read Romeo and Juliet. But yeah, uh-huh. anyway. Yeah, anyway. Tis Done. not as wide as a, a church door or as deep as a well, but tis enough twill suffice. Tybalt's dying words. I only remember on that because I had to do that for my uh, GCSE. Yeah, so yeah. Bad, but I don't remember. Oh no, I did Macbeth. But best, better. Yeah, way better. Much more quotable. And in the film, you get to see um, Derek Jacobi's ass. Yeah. But in Romeo and Juliet, you get to see that woman's tit. <laughs> You do, uh, and if, if your English teacher isn't very good and keeps wandering out, you can keep rewinding that tape and watching that tape for two lessons. <laughs> uh, again, in a change to the usual format, Barney's decided to step up and is in is in full facts mode. <laughs> I say full facts mode. There's not a lot with this, is there? No. So. Riley is played by Megan Elizabeth Barker. Too many names. She's worked on films and on stage. She is enrolled in sword and martial arts classes. Okay, that's all yeah. right. She wasn't, like, she wasn't bad. She wasn't bad, but she doesn't seem to have done a lot of these. Uh, this, isn't, to... this isn't a hallmark. This is a real, isn't it? Which is like yeah. hallmark adjacent, but yeah. 
Good. Hopefully she goes into something proper with her life. Well, when she's not being an actor, she's working in a mental health facility, helping young actors go back to school whilst recovering from mental health issues or addictions. Oh, that's a noble cause. Well done, Megan. I know, isn't it nice? And she looks like um, Sarah from Labyrinth, which yeah, is a win-win. Sarah, Sarah, friend. Ludo. No. <laughs> just... I'll just say until you. I'll just, I'll just. I'll just vamp as Ludo until you get your facts right. That's it for her. That's fine. That's enough. It was, it was really hard to find things on them. Tyler Cortad was Shane Romano, and he is Syrian American. Hence his lovely stubble. Yeah. Um, he tried to be a professional footballer, but was crap. We've all been there. Yeah. So, yep. His most notable films are The Perfect Wedding Match, One for the Money, and this one. One for the Money. Did it get a sequel? One for the money. Two for the show. No, two for the, I was going to say two for the money. One for the money, two for the money. Money, money, money. You must have <laughs> a baby metal recently. All the money. <laughs> what about Tony? Have we got anything on Tony? Uncle Tony is Corey Allen Kotler. He was born in Queens, Good Italian New York. Name. Oh, that's why he looks like, yeah, yeah. like a borough. He is a comedian and taught a young Steve Carell. And the Groundlings, yeah, probably. Uh, his most recent television highlights include Heroes, Ugly Betty, ER, Nip Tuck, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Rizzoli and Isles, I've never heard of, oh. and Jimmy Kimmel Live. He's in, oh. In Brooklyn, so Uncle Tony does quite a bit. Yeah, I'm assuming he's like a bit actor, isn't he? Yeah, I'm trying I to bet, think who he is. I bet, in, he's um... a pizza, I bet he's a pizza server from Nine-Nine somewhere. I'm trying, I'm going to have to look that up now because I'm re-watching them at the moment. Hmm. Fair enough. Good. He was good. I said there was good people. Anything about Jessica? No. <laughs> I moved on. I moved okay. On. Fair enough. Chicago pizza. Ah, oh, right. This is an abomination in my eyes. It is usually deep based. Yep. And it's baked and gives it the high sides. Yep. It's like a pie. Which, yeah. The only time I've seen this or eaten it is them little microwavable ones that dad used to buy us. That was a uh, bit posher than them plastic pizzas we used to get. Yeah. The ones you got in a, in a plastic bag that had like one square of like tomato and three strands of cheese on them and tasted like cardboard. <laughs> on a rice cracker. <laughs> yeah. I bought some. The other day. I found them in like a Jack Fulton's yeah. and I bought them and I ate them and I wept. Because um, <laughs> I was like, I could put other things on these, and you can't because the bases are no. basically styrofoam. <laughs> so dry. I still buy these Chicago Town microwave pizzas as a, as a little treat. You know, because I hate myself, and I, I, I will buy stuff that I don't enjoy eating, like mini Kievs. Like, I fucking hate them, but I'll buy oh. them and eat them and cry while I eat them because why do I do these things to myself? Saying that, you'll eat polystyrene pizza and then I'm craving tinned ravioli. It's, <laughs> so, it's just know. things from your past, it isn't is it? What I was, was going to buy some Sild and put it on toast for my supper the other night. Mm, do you remember Sild? No. When we couldn't get sardines, we got Sild. It's like cheaper fish than sardines on toast. You remember having sardines on toast for supper? Yeah, I always just thought they were sardines. No, we had silk sometimes as well, apparently, Mum told me. And then when you all gone, we had tin mackerel. Fucking hell! <laughs> There's me having a wee horrible fish pie. We all had to eat the fish pie. Nobody wants to hear about the fish pie. Liver again. with tubes in. Oh, do, do you know what else crops up? Chicken chasseur, do you remember that? Oh, Mum got sausage casserole! God, for like a month. Mum making sausage casserole every day. Oh, no, it's sausages again. Wet sausages. I like to. I don't mind sausages, but 
Yeah, wet sausages. Wet sausages. Like, I like to make them wet myself with gravy. I don't want them in the casserole. No. Oh, God, I've forgotten all about sausage casserole. God, that's unlocked something. There you go, Mark. There's Higgins. <laughs> <laughs> unlocked memory for the week. <laughs> oh, Did I tell you Ellie's bought me the wrong Baileys? Yeah, you're on coffee Baileys, are you? Yes, yeah, so I'm going to put it on everything like Mum's Tia Maria face. Tia Maria's with strawberries. Can't give all the secrets away. I've got to use these for weeks to come. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, Chicago pizza was invented by Ike Sewell and Rick Ricardo. And they... <laughs> Shut up, he was called Rick Ricardo. That's what it says. Yeah, my name's Jeff Jackson. <laughs> Tony Macaroni. Tony, Tony Land. And they opened Pizzeria Uno in Chicago in 1943. That means pizza shop one. Um, <laughs> there is a place in Manchester that does Chicago-style pizzas, and it's fucking horrible. The, is it is it called Ramona's? Have you I seen that so. one? I've, it's I, awful. It's just a big wet pie of um, pastry, well, dough, and like a, like soup in it, essentially. Yeah, like I a don't want cheese that. and red soup. And I was like, no, it's not for me. <laughs> cheese and red soup. It's, eh, it's, yeah, but it's that thing, isn't it? Like, Americans will claim that like, New York pizza is better than Chicago pizza, which is better than, like, I don't know if California has a pizza, but everyone has their own thing, in it. Like. Well, New York pizza is basically a standard pizza. Okay. Like, it's hand-stretched and done all that, but it's served in massive slices. Hey! But is hey, it like so a, bit a, thin, like a... a thin base cooked quickly, like a sort of Napoli-style pizza? Yes. <laughs> this is Joe's area of expertise. Like a, like a proper pizza, but okay. obviously not with that thick crust that you get from, like, proper... Like, is it Chow in Manchester that does the proper thick crust? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, dips for, because it's huge. It's a good scam, that. Anyway, Ooh. the first pizza was from Lombardi's. No, that's the Forbidden Dance. No, Lombardi's by Gennaro Lombardi in the Little Italy neighbourhood of Manhattan in 1905, which also served la oh, they called pizza pies. No, which also served large pies, so I imagine that pizza. Oh, okay. Chicago thing. And an employee, Antonio Tonono, to 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 oh, there's too many consonants in this, cooked the pizzas and slices and sold them for five cents. That's good marketing. Well done, Tony. <laughs> Uh, here's another one as well. Remember we used to have pizza and instead of pineapple we had tangerines. Mandarin slices, yeah. Mandarins, yeah. Try it, people. It works. It's really nice. Plus, it I got half pineapple, so it was great. Yeah. I tell people that now. They look at me like I'm insane. Go, no, not ham and, ham and tangerine. Ham and... Ham and tinned yeah. mandarins, yeah. Tinned mandarins. Uh, the ham has to be yield oak ham out of a tin. <laughs> Uh, you scrape you the jelly off. Scrape the jelly off. Dog. No, you give it to your sister, and then they fight over it. Uh, yeah. Not me. No, 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 no. <laughs> and you cut it into cubes, and then you have that with. Yeah. And the corner bits are the best bit. Um, yeah, Dad does make a really good pizza, to be honest. We should do that again, actually. It's been a while. We should. But yeah. You can have got... all his dose out windowsill. He loves it. <laughs> he's not done it in ages, has he? Bless him. Was that it? That, yeah, that's all my fat. I think I saved this one. Hang on. Um, because I, not a lot of reviews for this, surprisingly. I was going to say, there was only two on IMDb when I yep. looked. <laughs> uh, I, nothing on Prime, nothing anywhere that... Um, nothing on, like, um, Spirit Fingers or whatever it's called. <laughs> Dove.org. Oh, yeah. Well, um, it wouldn't have been because of all the wine. There was so much wine and, like, open-mouthed kissing and Not Italians. a lot of family values either. Yeah, despite the fact that Jesus was Italian. No. Um, Five so minute Jesus. 
Five minute Jesus. I wanna be a five minute Jesus. <laughs> um, one out of ten. Have some respect by Ross TM. So he's trademarked his name there. <laughs> nice. Um, Ross Kim. <laughs> Ross Kim. Uh, a bit of a muddle. But here's what I think is going on. I mean, it wasn't hard to follow, Ross TM. <laughs> no, it really a, wasn't. A bunch of super waspy looking people pretend to be Italian. What white Anglo-Saxon Protestants, not actual wasps. I can see the confusion on your face there. <laughs> uh, pretend to be Italian so that they don't have to remove the original names from their restaurants. They make what, to my eyes, looks like Atlanta-style pizza. Anyone right. from Atlanta, let us know what that is. Okay. Basically, a kind of tomato-covered taco. Is he watching a different film? They look like pizzas. They were round and like were in an oven. Um, and can't understand why nobody in Chicago, which has its own pizza tradition, wants to buy it. They jump to the wrong conclusion, which is that an even worse pizza chain down the road is siphoning off their business. No doubt because they've seen millions of movies like this one. Wait, does, is he confusing reality with films here? I don't know. I'm Googling all the different sorts of pizza now. Um, <laughs> the main characters decide that the way to compete is to combine one restaurant's crust with the other restaurant's toppings. Since neither is recognisably an ingredient in quote-unquote pizza in Chicago, it is unlikely to work that through the miracle of TV movie magic, they get enough of the third restaurant's business to stay afloat. I think he's just imagined a lot of this. Maybe even earn enough to finance the next Mufi's restaurant, which will be a kosher-style lobster and pork ribs joint in Brooklyn. <laughs> also, Evanstown? Seriously? Yeah. I, that was it. That's like the old, the other review was like probably one of the people that was in it. It's like ten out of ten. This has this is the second best film about pizzas after the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film. <laughs> Um, that's it. There is literally nothing else to talk about with this film. Um, I would say your favourite quote? Get out of here! <laughs> <laughs> oh, say goodbye. Goodbye. There's the bit where you hang your clothes and this drawer here, it's just got bread in it, like old dry bread. <laughs> <laughs>